Shut up, I love it. Two thousand for B, and one thousand for Shut Up I Love It. What's up? This is Shut Up I Love It, one of the best intros in the game, both as a podcast and as an episode. I'm Joe Cabello. I am here with the lovely Sasha Filer, and we are here to bring you something underrated, underloved to talk about. Well, not even us. We bring a guest, and the guest is the one that we talks have about it. To do we with have it. nothing. Yeah. We have nothing to offer to the world. We have no feelings towards anything. <laughs> we don't love or hate anything, and we know everything. We're ancient gods. Yeah, we're ancient gods slash tabula rasa's blank uh, slates. Uh, throwing some Latin just to start us off for our Latin guests and our Latin listeners. <laughs> For our Latinx uh, listeners, yeah. uh, let's just go right ahead and introduce our special guest today. He's a writer-producer with a background in television and theater. He wrote on the MTV dramedy Underemployed and is currently developing a dance show for the stage with Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, producer-choreographer Mandy Moore. Welcome, Brad Bonner. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course, you made it sound like that was Mandy Moore. That's what I heard. You said is it something, Mandy something Moore? Mandy Moore. It sounded like Mandy Moore, uh, Mandy. and then you paused, and I was like, "That's not Mandy Moore." Uh, Brad, this would you explain? Not... It, it's Mandy Moore, the choreographer, mm-hmm. not Mandy Moore, the actress from This Is Us. And so, reg- regardless, I think it. there was some pausing there that made it. Oh, very, it was just that it was like a weird. Mandy and Moore. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Whichever Mandy Moore it is, like. I am impressed. <laughs> I am. I want to know more. Oh wow! She's amazing. See what I just did? Oh my god, Brad, <laughs> are you here to talk about Mandy Moore? I'm. I'm not. Though I could spend <laughs> a full hour talking about how much I love Mandy Moore, the choreographer, uh, or you know, a solid fifteen minutes about Mandy Moore, the actress. But <laughs> instead, I'm here to talk about America's Game. It's Wheel of Fortune. <gasps> Wow. Is go. it called It's Wheel of Fortune? Wheel of Fortune okay. is just the, the official title. <laughs> but before every episode, they feel the need to shout out that it's America's game, which I still find fascinating. I need to hear all of that. And I'm sorry, like, my preparation was um, limited to uh, watching the episode with Brad, our guest. So that's I'm just going to put my cards out there, right? That's the only episode of Wheel of Fortune I've ever seen. So we're a little bit dealing again with blank slate here. But we'll, t- we'll talk. We'll talk. Got I have it. something else to report. Yeah. So just that's yeah. a good segue into uh, obviously it's going to be interesting. Your background with the show. We want to hear all about it. But why do you think Wheel of Fortune is uh, a great shut up? I love it topic. Like, why do you think Sasha has never watched an episode? Like, what is going on here? Why? Why would our audience not connect? Let's talk about it. I mean, it is amazing that you've never watched an episode of it before, but I get it. It's not for everyone. And uh, it is uh, kind of a cultural institution of people in the U.S. that were raised here. And I think especially in the Midwest where I'm from, I'm from Indiana, and I grew up watching Wheel of Fortune with my grandparents and, like, friends from, like, in elementary school and junior high school. And... I think so many people just like keep that like Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune hour on the TV when they're like having dinner and stuff in America around the country. Mm-hmm. I've heard of um, that. So. Yeah. And probably for that exact reason, it's also kind of by some people, you know, reviled or <laughs> or seen as uh, cheesy, hokey, you know, not uh, under underappreciated. Mm-hmm. But I'm a game show fanatic. I always have been. Mm-hmm. and uh, Wheel of Fortune. It was like my dream to be on Wheel of Fortune, and recently, I got to do it. Boom! Cat, the cat is out of the bag, and it's scratching at our eyeballs and screaming, oh my god, that's right, everybody. Brad was a contestant in a recent episode of I feel like I already mentioned that somehow, though. But I don't know. For some reason, this is the big moment for it me. It felt like it, too. So <laughs> earlier, just like 10 or 2 minutes ago, I was like, your history with it, because I I was like, wait, did we say it yet? <laughs> but this is huge. This is huge. Not only are you a fan, you've been a part of it. Mm-hmm. That's right. I have officially, I'm oh. in the, the annals of Wheel of you Fortune are. history now. You Somewhere are. deep, deep down. Very, very <laughs> deep. Oh, 
how did you i mean can you talk about how you made it on there i can i believe i can talk about anything now that oh, the episode is aired perfect. before the episode airs they make you sign your life away yeah. that if you reveal anything <laughs> basically Spoilers. they'll take all your money <laughs> if you say anything if you tell anybody what happened they'll come we can after take your you. money these yeah, people have money you saw it i mean they've given away oh, thousands of dollars yeah, they have money to come after you. Yeah, so, we got to yeah. ask about that money at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, I'm, I'm ready for all the questions. Um, I got on it by, so um, during the pandemic, like during January, December, January, they were running a Wheel of Fortune, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. So it was like a primetime special series. And uh, my husband and I have been together for 13 years. So we're like old married people that have dinner in front of the TV. And so yeah. we started watching like Celebrity Wheel of Fortune because it was on and I was like, oh, this is a good thing to watch during dinner. And he had never really watched it very much. Oh. And we started watching and, you know, I'm kind of good at Wheel of Fortune. <gasps> so oh. as we were watching it, I was I was doing pretty well. And he looked at me and said, why the heck have you been on the show? And I was like, can I curse on this? I don't know. Yeah. I said heck. It we didn't feel you. right. We want you I'm to very um, offended yeah. by right. the heck. <laughs> I was offended by the heck. Um, so, yeah. So, I decided to go ahead and apply. Uh, at the time, they were only casting out of LA, which I didn't even know. I didn't even realize that my odds were, like, significantly increased it, to get it, on. It because feels like a, sh a show that casts out of purgatory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's their usual casting method. <laughs> <laughs> as of right now it was anybody within driving distance of los angeles yeah. basically so um yeah i filmed like a one minute video <gasps> that i had to do that what i did, did one take do? of which is it? very unlike me wow um i just well i told a story about when i was a kid and this is true and i was watching wheel of fortune with my friend from junior high and it was a person or a proper name and the the puzzle came up and not a single letter was revealed and it was really long and i said speaker of the house newt gingrich oh and i was my right God. <laughs> that's yeah. my uh that's my uh, yeah wheel of fortune um brag brilliant award yeah. my moment and my friend thought that i had like seen the episode already and i had to convince him that that wasn't true but they don't, um they don't let you yeah. spoil them they don't let no, you spoil they them don't let that so happen so i <laughs> So I told that story and I was like, pick me. And then like two weeks later, I got a call for a virtual audition. Oh my God. And, was it a phone yeah. call, like a rotary phone call to you? Yeah. <laughs> Some uh, elderly no. gentleman. I guess it wasn't even a call, it was just an email. <laughs> a telegram came. <laughs> In actuality, they, no, my, the producer called me eventually, but no, oh. not at that point, it was just an email to mm. do a virtual audition. So I signed up for that. And um, yeah, it was a wild process. Even the virtual audition was kind of crazy. Did Isn't you take like, any any beta blockers? I did for the show, for the taping. You I have sure to. did. Oh, I sure did. Oh, and yeah. I was. Oh. I'd be a wreck. I'd yeah. Be, oh, I was. I'd be sweating in my own juices uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all day long. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. stewing in my. Juices. They should just give them out like at the door, right, to everybody who goes oh, in. Oh, yeah. they should. You know, I had enough in my bag. I probably could have done it, but at that point, we're competitors. <laughs> right. I <laughs> was. Uh, I was on uh, the recent uh, friend of the show's "Fuck Mary Kill" show, which mm -hmm. is just a Zoom comedy show, and uh, yes. I was sweating I was... and trembling <laughs> just from that. I can't imagine if I was. Yeah. yeah, I was, was on it two weeks or three weeks prior to you, Joe, and I had to choose between uh, like beta blockers or like half a drink. Like half a drink does the same thing. It's like, it's like that movie that won, um, for me at least, it does the same thing. Like it just makes me relaxed enough, but for a shorter amount of time than beta blockers. Like there's oh, yeah. like a chance That's that why I'm you like, got to keep going. <laughs> you gotta... yeah. But it's in that, what's that movie that won the Oscars, the international movie about drinking? Um, so, but that's, yes. that is, that is me. Another round. Another round like is about yeah. me when I like, I only drink a little <laughs> bit and then I just have to like, I call it edging, <laughs> which I shouldn't oh. be. Yes. <laughs> You're micro, micro dosing boost. Uh, uh, it's kind of cool that very uh, few jobs in Hollywood, you want your friend or significant other or family member to say, why don't, why haven't you been on that? You know, it, yeah. this, it actually happened to you. Mm -hmm. You know, you watch SNL with people from your hometown. Why aren't you on that yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always this, a treat. It actually yeah. worked. 
and you it actually on. worked yeah i'm i'm shocked that it worked but it did actually it actually ended up working yeah i think before we get to talk about the actual experience of being on the show um brad you should tell, tell us real quick what was the or not real quick just take your time brad tell <laughs> us what was the second audition like whatever process and then we'll probably yeah. go back to our questions about what joe and i know about the show right yeah the virtual audition was weird um it was cool but it was strange there was it was me and two other people and we had to like sign up for slots online and um yeah we first you had to do like toss-ups between the three of you except you did the toss-up by holding a pen and like raising it and shouting your name okay. as like the you know she like shared her screen the producer shared their screen and then it started to populate with the toss-up and so like the first two the other guys got and i didn't and i was really angry about it and mm -hmm. i'm super um competitive mm. the other reason i like game shows oh, I know. and so it was like time for the third one and i just went into overdrive and i like knew it and i raised my little pen and i was like brad 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 like <laughs> screaming my name trying mm -hmm. to get myself in there and uh so i got that one i ended up getting two of them we all got two and then they split you up so you were doing it one at a time and put people in like waiting rooms and they have a whole puzzle quiz so there's like four screens of four puzzles that are all one category and they're all partially filled in and you have to like sound them out out loud so they can hear your like thought process and you try and solve them just based on the letters that are there and so i did pretty well with that i think i got all of them but one i think i got like 15 out of 16. so and i did some of them quick enough that i had time to to chat with the producer and uh, i think that helped i got to tell the whole story about my husband telling me i had to do it while we watched oh, the so celebrity you... version and i i think that might have sealed the election <laughs> that that's it's interesting to hear that like test because i i'm wondering did it seem like they like intelligence trumped interesting personalities because i've been watching like, this dating show this e-dating show where obviously they only cared about like who is the biggest right. trash fires we can smash together not who which, would be the best dates yeah uh, which is fine but did it seem <laughs> like it was it was more comp competitor focused. Yeah, I mean, assuming that they factor that puzzle test in a lot, the puzzle test was really tough. Actually, I know I'm sound like a jerk because I just said I did well at it, but it was tough. And um, I do think that like being there and in the moment, you get so freaked out mm -hmm. um, that even the best players kind of crumble into nothing. So yeah, I think that if they just cast off a of personality, it would just be a complete disaster. It would actually, but less, they have to. Yeah, they have to cast people who at least have enough of a basis that they'll be able to support it when they're nervous as hell. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think that they do. I think the most the majority of people who were there were pretty good players, whether they showed it during their actual episode or not. Mm. Wow! And we did we filmed all episodes in one day, so I got to watch. And we had to be our own studio audience for each because there was no yeah. audience due oh, to COVID. Yeah. So you got I, the different style, really, yes, than a lot of us. Yes. So I got to watch all five episodes the whole week um, and meet everybody. And, when yeah. was it? So I filmed March 10th uh -huh. um, and then it took, you know, it didn't come out until May 13th. So it was like, uh -huh. it was a long process. And I found out I, that like I was, after I did the test, the, the virtual test, the virtual audition, um, it was like a little bit longer than you would think before I heard anything. So I was convinced I didn't get it. It was like, like an extra few, mm -hmm. like week. It was like three weeks and mm -hmm. I kind of figured eh, two weeks or something. And um, yeah, I was on the phone with my sister talking about, you know, life. And I checked my email and I just like gay gasped beyond belief. Yeah, and she was like, what happened? And I, I just started laughing hysterically. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be on Wheel of Fortune. I can't believe <gasps> it. So and that was in like early February. So it was a it was a process. Mm -hmm. And I didn't tell a single person besides my sister, my parents and my husband. Mm -hmm. So it was a, a lot going on. Wow. <laughs> well, we're going to pivot for just a moment. Joe, what is your experience with Wheel of Fortune? It can't be as good as Brad's, but... <laughs> it, it's not. Uh, I think even uh, saying that the, they get the people from Purgatory, uh, probably <laughs> that, that joke may have shown how I like the show. I don't like it. Uh, I don't really watch it because I think I just have bad memories of, like, the time slot and kind of that, like, lonely dinner... 
type of thing. Like, there's something there of my childhood, it being on, like, some, like, homework hour or something. So, like, there's this weird associated thing. Mm -hmm. But I do understand its importance. You know, it's like uh, the three pillars are that, Jeopardy, and Price is Right. Totally. And Sajak has outlasted them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the last standing king. And Vanna. Yeah, and Vanna. Well, she yeah. got hired when she was like 13 or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Uh, but so, yeah, it is something I do like even just putting the episode on. I watched your episode and was like, I could see how this is like a fun, like uh, almost like playing a board game visually with other yeah. people. Totally. Um, so I can get the fun, but I was also like, this is not something I would watch <laughs> at all. <laughs> Regularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, yeah, I mean, obviously I have already mentioned that I had, that's only, the only episode I watched was the one with Brad. Uh, but there was a ripoff in Russia in the 90s. I, I, I might have been even the oh. same, honestly, like the same yeah. name, like Kaliso Fortune, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't remember, but I actually... Wheel of Fairness, everyone <laughs> gets same thing. But let me tell you, that was one of like the first things that was like in Russian and it was like really like westernized, like it looked cool and looked very American. And I was like very young teenager, impressionable person. And I think that actually by watching that dude who was the game show host that's when i decided that i really want to go into show business isn't that interesting interesting that is interesting because it was a guy and i was like i just don't understand like i could there was no like woman example for that but i was like it's gonna be hard i'm like because i'm a woman he's a man but like i would love to do something like that on stage making other people laugh and like just kind of be in control of situation you know what i mean and like i like oh. that show a lot and i used to watch it a lot and uh today watching brad show i was like yeah yeah i remember yeah i remember the whole vibe yeah. about it yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i think wheel of fortune has been in like uh, most major countries there have been iterations of mm-hmm. it at some point or another whether they're still running i don't know but my husband's german and mm-hmm. there was definitely a german version for a while that's been off the air but we looked at it and yeah it's uh there was a time where they sold it pretty much everywhere. I think. So very, you know, influential for Sasha here, you know, the Russian. Yeah, that's crazy. Fortune. It is crazy. That's how I was. UCB saying. has you to think, has them to thank for the money. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. And there's nothing else that happened in my life except giving money to UCB. <laughs> Shout out friends of the show. Wow. So should we go into the very meat of this discussion where we talk about the actual recording of the episode, right? Sure. Yeah, I'd love to know a lot about that. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Okay, well, um, let's see. First things first, as we already talked about with stewing in my own juices, they like tell you to show up camera ready at like seven AM. And I was like, No. Wow. You can't That's do this problem. with you wow. can't do this with people from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We know too much about how mm-hmm. this stuff works. So, so uh, there were still a lot of people that showed up, quote unquote, camera ready, and I showed up with like garment bags, the pants I was gonna wear, and like a t-shirt and a hoodie. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> if I put on what I'm gonna wear during the show, it is gonna be a mop that we could all like ring out together before I actually get on camera. So we're not doing that. Um, so it worked out fine. The producers were, worked super well with us, so it was it was great. And I have to say, everyone that worked on the show was awesome and super nice. Um, but yes, it was during COVID. So it was super strange because no one's allowed on the lot besides, you know, you had to go for a COVID test the day before at the lot and you had to get cleared there before you could come. And then once you arrived, they had like the first thing they gave you was your quote unquote COVID bag that had, um, like a N95 mask in it. It has your name tag, you know, like pens and tissues and, and, uh, you know, sanitizer. And then the little, if you, you probably didn't notice watching it, but there's little white stopper things they gave each of us to spin the wheel with so that we wouldn't actually touch the wheel. So there was like a, a white rubber wow. stopper thing that goes over one of the pegs. So we had that wow. as well. And um, and yeah, so they were all like, you had to just keep your bag with you all day long. That was like rule number one. 
Um, but then, you know, we were sitting there with all, you know, it was like everyone that was filming that day and a few alternates that I guess they always bring in in case somebody passes out. I don't know, has a panic attack. Um, yeah. And so it's, you know, it was a long process and you sit there. Uh, we sat in the like outdoor parking garage for a while and bonding uh, with your understudy. Yeah, we yeah, no. <laughs> well, but oddly enough, funny enough, the first thing I found was there were like two other white gay guys, and I was like, "Oh, oh we can be friends because there's no way in hell we're gonna be on the same episode," you know. <laughs> but also, you knew no they could. Yeah, but that's how you knew they're gonna take. You. They wanted, they expected you to be taken out. They like they had yeah. your type right. waiting. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was like, "Oh wow, three of us are supposed to film." Oh, great, great. We're definitely on different days, guys. Um, and we were, of course, but, uh, so yeah, then, uh, we mingled a bit outside and then, uh, got our masks on and went inside and, uh, you were like, not allowed. They were so strict about no moving masks off your face or any of that. A woman at one point pulled her mask down to blow her nose and got like yelled at by somebody, which I kind of enjoyed because I was like, was good, it, you know, uh, like, yeah. Was it like the COVID? safety officer. person because they yes, hired, it was the yeah. covid safety officer person who was and there, there. Was like was you you crazy. cannot pull your mask down for any reason you have to go outside no matter what my husband and i mean i get them. it you know like, there were the there were yeah, there were so many jobs that are like dependent on them. not <laughs> but because they, he's it's like, he's like a... all that's happening i'm sorry like all that happening like they're they're shooting superstore and all it is is just these people walk around and they're like stop watch like they just like scream at everybody's face you know what i mean like even if there's yeah. barely any because it's just like following rules and i don't know i'm sure they're yeah. saving lives i can understand that everybody. i'm sure i'm sure if i was there all day i would be the same but it's got to be hard when you're bringing in that many new people every mm -hmm. day so you're you know paid like, a lot of money it's a lot yeah, officer. oh, I'm sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's good. I mean, whatever. shout out, good for them. Shout out, shout out, officers. Yeah, um, our uh, our officer is off camera for both I and Sasha. We hire someone and just to spray sanitizer on you now and again. Oh, okay, No, they took it all very seriously, which was good. And uh, and but then we had like a lawyer comes up and like goes over all the paperwork with the whole group, and you have to sign a bunch of stuff and. You know, uh, they're like your advocate in case you want to like fight with somebody and like fight with the, the judges in the middle of the show. And you think that they're wrong about something. Wow. Theoretically, you can call this lawyer over. She was super cool, but she was like, just so you know, like 95% of the time, if you call me over, it's not going to go your way. <laughs> but I am here if you need me. <laughs> Sounds like uh, a public defender. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was the independent counsel, I guess, whatever. Um, but she was cool. Everybody was super nice. And then uh, and then we had to do the rules. Like, they gave us the rules to read. And then they orally, like, read the rules to us, uh, split up between all the producers. There were, like, five producers there throughout the day. Um, and then, you know, they assign who you're with on the show but i learned i i found out a lot about i'm sure that it has to do with all the game show rules but the way they do things is kind of fascinating because everything else kind of has to be random i think so you know they assigned the three contestants and so they told us who we were on the shows with and then they had to draw to decide which day each of us was going to be on which mm -hmm. which order we were filming in and then they had to draw again to decide which order we stood in for the for the show whether wow. we were red blue or like yellow number one you were number one it was just like we filmed on we were the fourth of the five shows so we filmed on thursday mm -hmm. and yeah and i drew red which was like the one i didn't want because <laughs> I, like, oh. I was like i don't really want to be there and you're right next to pat and it's not going to make me more nervous but you know oh. i did it i got it it's fine um and then they just took us out and we started like the rehearsal process but that's when you know the first question everyone asks as soon as they find out i was on the show is what was vanna white like every single person no, so, what was vanna white like what was vanna white like yeah. i know you guys didn't we you guys didn't, didn't seem to care. But that's because uh, you kind she? of wanted to yeah, start at the beginning. She, <laughs> she seemed uh, to well, be a little Botoxed out when I saw her. You know, we went out, we were out doing rehearsals and they were just kind of showing us around. And she came out before she had gone into hair and makeup, just like carrying her toe. Oh, cute. And she looked fantastic. I mean, she's teeny tiny, of course, but she looked like a woman of a certain age in a great way you know which I, she wasn't i thought she would have been more 
pulled and Botoxed mm -hmm. and, and then mm -hmm. she did. And then, so I was really happy to see that actually. I thought she was, she looked really great and she was super nice to us. And the fact that she came out to do that, I'm sure she didn't, you know, need to do that. Um, so and then when, she went away to hair and makeup. Oh, okay. And then, and then that's when she started looking Botox. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, what do she I just know? got it. She, she <laughs> said <laughs> hi, then went and got it. Um, again, I don't, you know, I didn't know who she is. Uh, but uh, my husband knew because he was like a young kid. He would watch her and he's like, she was very young and beautiful. And all the like nine-year-olds in his neighborhood were obsessed with her. And then she was of in course. Playball. Play, Playball. I can't, I can't say oh, play, right. Playboy. She and did then, Playboy at one time, Yeah, right? she did Playboy. And then like. Uh, I guess he's like he's like it was a big deal. Like he's like we found the the Playboy edition like as a, as like a nine year old like at someone's <laughs> house like some dad's, and he's like and we're so disappointed. It was like her oh. through the showers. There was nothing to see. He's oh, like, of we were course, like, she did like yeah, like, the like non revealing Playboy. Yeah, yeah. she's like artsy yeah. Playboy. Anyway, that's what I got from him. Uh, but that's I I don't know much about her. But yeah, I'm I'm glad. Good to know that she's a nice person. Seems like yeah. Mm -hmm. She seemed really nice, and yeah, no, she's kind of like an American icon. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, she's, what about uh, Jack? Maybe I want to know how he was. Yeah, Pat's. He was fine and nice. I think he has a little bit. I mean, I have to say, his like camera on camera skills were pretty impressive. Like he could riff real well, and they do like a, a little bit after the episode is done, like over right before the credits for every episode. And he nailed every single one of them without having to retake, except for the Friday one. And he was like really mad at himself that he didn't get it right the first time wow. and had to do it again. How old is but he? It's a, oh, he, you know, I looked it up and now I don't remember. 74, something mm. like that. It's, it's around there. Um, very, very spry, mm -hmm. older man. Yes, a spry, a spry mm -hmm. 74 year old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, so, it's uh, that, that type of skill. I think a lot of people like will make fun of him or Ryan Seacrest or Mario Lopez. These people who it's like I could do their job. They have all the they're always getting hired this. It's, no, these people are really good at that. And it yeah. takes a a great skill mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah, it would it would be really hard to act and to be as interested in all of the stories that all the contestants are doing and to come up with little, you know, quippy ways to transition from one to the next. And he just like keeps it going. I was impressed. I was impressed with how uh, how good he was at it all. In terms of pacing, when you looked at the finished cut, um, were you like, oh, my God, they just like edit all this air in between because everything was just so back to back i'm like there's no way like in real life it's going like that shockingly no they didn't cut a thing i couldn't find a single thing that they cut so it's like and 20 minutes when you're there it happened i mean you're literally off camera for what fe what really feels like the same amount of time as a commercial break it happens so fast wow. <laughs> and they tell you it's going to be the fastest 20 minutes of your life like every producer <laughs> says that bad day it's going to be the fastest 20 minutes of your life and you yeah. can hear it all you want but until you're there and living it it's it's it was wild it was crazy how so fast it happened. how did those 20 wild. minutes feel like a five minute a normal life or um i don't i gosh it's hard to say math. because it's like it's going yeah <laughs> we want numbers going by extremely quickly but in your mind like kind of slowly at the same time i don't mm. know i couldn't even tell you what it's like the thoughts that you're trying to keep a hold of the thing that hit me the most well also it's doubly weird because of covid right so we couldn't yeah. even take mm -hmm. a mask off in anywhere inside until we were standing behind our you know spots and they were about to go live. Did they put that's makeup we, on to cover like or not, little... on tape? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank God. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> thank God, thank God we had hair and makeup people. Um, but the makeup people couldn't touch us. In our in our bag was our own little poof, and oh. they had like pre mixed our our color, our skin tone, oh. and put it on our puff, and we had to do it ourselves. So they just stood behind you and were like to the left, up here, you know, like what? telling you to get my peaks and all these wow. things. Did you? Did yeah, you it was save super weird. Poof? The poof? You just yeah, I've still got it. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, cute. I've got that. I've got like pens. I've got my name tag. You know, I hold on to what I could. Um, I would too. Yeah. 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 Fun. Uh, but anyway, you yeah, you take you don't get to take off the mask until you're about to go, and so it doesn't even feel normal at all until that mm -hmm. happens. But the thing that hit me most that was the strangest, mm -hmm. and this is so specific, but 
I'm like a very sound oriented person. And even when we're watching the other episodes be taped, the whole time you're hearing uh, his voice and everything kind of be amplified and all the sound effects. And then once you're like there and he's, you know, right next to me. And not only is it super weird to hear his voice normally and not amplified at all, and just like speaking to you like a normal person right next to you, mm -hmm. but all of the sound effects sound like they're like coming from a distant hallway in the back. You know, like the little um, noises that happen when there's a new puzzle or yeah. like ding, ding, dings that the wheel does when it's like the bonus round. All of that sounded like it was coming from like a different room. Like for, it was so strange. So like, is it the acoustics? I think it's just the sound mix that they don't mm. want uh, they, to hear on, they don't want on the stage. To and it's, you can hear like the projection mm -hmm. of it up above, you know, in the oh, audience okay. section, but you can't really hear the sound effect yourself when you're standing there. Mm -hmm. I think that that's what it is. I it's don't know. the so, reference point, like, yeah. yeah, then the actual experience of the sound effect. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was strange. Um, but anyway, we, uh, it happened so quickly. I mean, you just start going and I got the first toss up in my uh, episode. And so then I had to, you know, like describe who I was, you know, you have to do the interview yeah, first it. if you do the first I toss up. So it. It was good. Uh, I was just trying really hard to do that. And honestly, I have to say the only, the only thing I told myself I had to do before I went on, I had just read some article about you know gay rights getting taken away or something that cited the, uh, the most recent survey about gay same-sex marriage and it said you know in the last survey it's like a an all-time high of 67 percent of people said they were okay with same-sex marriage and i was like you've got to be kidding me there's still a third of people in yeah. this country what's up that? that i mean are you joking me and so I, you know, I said to myself, like, I, I, if I don't do anything else today, I'm going to stand on that stage and look my best and say, I have been in a relationship with my husband for 13 years. And whether it's somebody, because, you know, a lot of people in that one third are probably watching Wheel of Fortune at home, right? Yeah, yeah. So if it's somebody who, you know, has that opinion and has never even come close to being in a relationship that long in their lives exactly. or somebody somebody whose kid is, you know, coming out or exploring something and they're scared, it's not going to, their kid's not going to have a normal quote unquote life or something. It's like, that was the most important thing I did all day without question. But you were also so, told all other cool stuff. Like you really were, you quipped, like you quipped back. You were like, I yes. wrote a novel. I'm like, yes, he did mention his novel. It's like, I'm yes. not going to talk about <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say not to get off topic, but it's yeah. the number of people that found me. And when you say my name out loud, you don't know how it's spelled, right? No. I got so many weird people trying to find, not weird, maybe they're perfectly Hello, great if you're listening. friends of the show. Stop me. <laughs> um, like, yeah, right. Reach out to me on Instagram, reach out to me on Facebook to be like, and asking me about my book. Hey, is it real? <gasps> Did you really write a book? Or oh is it all staged? That's cool. And like, That's so it was cool. crazy. It was weird. It was just really creepy. And I'm like, nobody cares who I am. So usually I have my Instagram like open in public. And I had to like turn it on yeah, private. Because so all of a sudden these mm -hmm. weird people were following me. Like, wow. Strange. You are an yeah. influencer now, whether you like it I, or not. Yeah, plug that book. That. You just sold an extra <laughs> dozen copies. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, the interview part was interesting. And um, yeah, and then you just go. And then you're just trying to not make an idiot of yourself, but mm -hmm. also, you know, make some money. I mean, the, the, really, besides saying that I had been in a relationship with my husband, the only other thing I wanted to do was win. I didn't even care how much money I got. I just wanted to win. <laughs> I really I, wanted to win. I don't know Brad too well, but I, as a competitive person myself, I got a sense right away he's very competitive. So I totally yeah. get, yeah, I, I, I know the kind of feeling. You, yeah. You're like, I'm fucking beat everybody here. I'm, I'm so competitive that during the rehearsal, each group filming that day had to, the way they rehearse it they do a full show so like the people filming on monday do round one the people filming on tuesday do round two like and then their whole staff is rehearsing as well and so since we were thursday we were the toss-up or the triple toss-up and then the next puzzle round and we did the triple toss-up and fake pat sajak is there standing in you know like and I got the first one after lots of letters had come up. I got the second one so quickly mm. that Faye Pat Sajak looked at me and was like, uh, did you accidentally hit your button? And I was like, no, and I knew it. 
And then the third one, because we're in rehearsal. So like a normal person would just let someone else ring in because the whole point is practicing. No, I didn't do that. I figured out the third one before anybody and I rang in. And that was my kiss of death. It was like having a good dress rehearsal. Mm. <laughs> and then a terrible opening night. But, you wasted uh, all that, uh, yeah. wasted all the juice. Wasted all the juice. No, I was uh, I was not going to let somebody else get it. I'm, I'm freakishly competitive. So I really just wanted to win. But alas. <laughs> do you know that game, uh, Joe knows, Mind Meld, where two people, like an improv game, where two people look at each other and they say like two random words and then they have to be like three, two, one and say like words that bring these words together trying to get the same word. Like, Got it. Yeah. So I, it's not about being competitive, but one time I did it with uh, like my, 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 my acquaintance, my friend at the time, uh, improv friend, Ruha. Uh, and um, Shout out. Shout out. And they and I were like in front of each other and... I said, um, we said the same word at the same time, like the first word. And we both started crying. It was planet. It was just, we looked at each other and we just went planet. And we both just started crying. We're like, this is the weirdest thing that ever happened. No one gets it in one. Yeah. So anyway, I know what you mean. Like, this is not, I mean, I don't know. I felt competitive because we did it in front of other people. We're like both like, we fucking killed Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's my, that was my moment. Like I shone, I shined in life. Um, So how, how do you feel about how you did, how much money you made? Tell us, I know, but the audience, you know, they may want to watch it. Like, tell us, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately you would have to find it online somewhere at this point. I don't know where you can watch it now, but uh, I think at some point it'll probably be on Netflix or something. I think they're releasing them like a year later there. Um, so I got to, you know, I got the first toss up. I got one of the triple toss ups. I got one puzzle all in all. I got, I made six grand, which is great. Great. But yeah, I came in dead last of my group of three and it was really brutal. I don't know if the worst part was that the guy I lost to was an improv teacher or that I just artistic director (laughs) artistic director Chad might know the former guest of the show Chad he might be like friends with this guy because he always goes probably has him yeah yeah uh he was super nice he was really great and so so was the young woman yeah they were both really nice but um but uh yeah it was it was a little brutal you know the wheel was not on my side the wheel so you I, explain to me with the million, what happened with the million? Because I didn't right. understand 1,000% what happened. Right. It's super tricky. The million is kind of a big facade in a way because the odds of you actually capitalizing on it are so minimal. But I landed on the million dollar bit and called out a letter that was there at one point. And so I got to pick up the wedge. I'm still waiting for someone to make a meme out of me doing that. And... Um, and if I had, uh, and then I, did I solve? That's the puzzle I solved. So I guess yeah, so that's a puzzle I solved. So I got to keep it. So it was mine mm-hmm. from that point on. So had I never hit bankrupt again, which I did in the next round, and that's when I lost it. But had I not hit bankrupt and had I won the whole game and gone to the final round, the, the bonus round, uh, on the little wheel for the bonus round that you spin to decide how much money you're playing for, there are all different num- uh, amounts of money and and then there's like cars and stuff, but there's one spot in there that's $100,000. So all they do is they replace that 100,000 with a million. So oh. you still have to land on that one spot in that wheel in order to, I think only three people have ever won the million and the last person was like 2016 or something. Like it was a while ago. So it's it was not- Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won it. Get taken away soon. He didn't pay taxes on it, but he yeah. was. And which um, is a great segue to that six grand. How does that get given to you? Are you given a check that day? Or are you still waiting? Oh to get no! It? It's um, do they throw? Coins I think I can say you? this. It's like at least four months. I think after it airs. So uh. and fortunately, they keep the like amount they think you're going to owe in taxes, they just don't even give it to you. And oh. uh, so they only give you, but I also won a thousand dollar gift card to I the Vermont that. country store. Have you gone? So have you spent? I, no, I no. Well, no, cause I don't have it yet, but I did mm. tell my whole family to go sign up for the mailing list. Cause that's Christmas for three years right there. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta find something at the Vermont country store. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I get that and then however much cash 
they will give me How after they take be? out taxes. Third of they take away? You know, yeah, I'm hoping that I get three in cash plus the thousand to the store and they, they keep two. That's what I hey. think. That's what so I'm, they, yeah, I'm they aiming tax to wrap it. That, That's yeah. interesting that they would go through the, uh, the trouble of doing your taxes yeah i think for a lot of other people i mean it makes sense they don't want all of their people you know i don't know not paying their taxes that's not a good press and then, and then getting yeah like all the every single winner has been fucked on their yeah. taxes a year. well but yeah. the, the the other thing is people really i as i was reading the paperwork i realized like if you win the prize puzzle and like the the that prize and that's all you win like you don't win a lot of money you have to pay taxes on the puzzle on the prize so like some people probably yes. have to go out of pocket to pay tax or decide to like not even take the prize because they sell don't it tax or something. Yeah. yeah no yeah, they don't you let you a, like yeah you can't you get a car and anything. you're like oh, yeah i have six thousand dollars that i need to yeah pay. so hopefully everyone no wins some cash when they win some other yeah. things because <laughs> otherwise I think everybody on my episode won tons of cash, so we were all safe. But yeah. yeah. Well, I had a feeling you were gonna kill it right away, like right, like despite you know the wheel Only. messed up with you, yeah. because you yeah. were like on 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 top of oh. it, like right away, right out of the gate. And I was wait. I mean, I was waiting for the other two to make mistakes and toss me a bone and let me pick mm -hmm. one up. I really mm -hmm. was. I was. I was ready to steal them all, but it just didn't happen. You do know. Do you think there was a lesson in it somewhere? And I'm not saying there is because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do you think there is a you know, like we watch TV show alone a lot with my husband? We always see like lessons there, right and left, because people survive in the wilderness and they're like people with wrong attitude are the ones who usually get like ankles broken on day two. Uh, who comes yeah. saying, I'm military, I'm going to do this, I'm going to win this bitch, you know, and they immediately yeah. break their ankles. People who just go there, like, be like, that's what I do for a living anyway. Like, they are the ones who right. uh, make it. And I'm not saying that this is what's happening, but I feel like, you know, if there's any, like, if you were a character in a TV show or, or novel, what would be your growth here? What would be my growth? Mm -hmm. um, well, I would have let someone else win one of those triple toss-ups during rehearsal, and that might have helped my karma. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, other than that, the lesson is, um, gosh, I you know I got to live like a childhood dream, and that yeah. is more important at the end of the day than the whole thing. I mean, I really would have liked to win. I, I really know. Would like to have won. Can you come back? Um, or this but means no, never. they'd never, never do it again. No, you can never do it twice. And that, they even like they even don't want people who've been on other game shows recently. Like they don't right, want right. game show I've seen regulars. That a lot. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's my time. But uh, oh, but it was still such a great experience. And yeah. honestly, I think it I just seize the moment in a way that I don't normally do as a person. Like I don't normally put myself out there. Like the whole fact that I even did it, a lot of my friends were like, This is so unlike you. So mm -hmm. uh There's the so lesson. I, yeah, so yeah. I think the lesson is to just like not be afraid to mm -hmm. to step outside my comfort zone even take if the beta blockers and go for I it. I don't win. Just take the beta blockers. <laughs> stew in your be own all right juices, with drugs. And you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so um what are you gonna do with the money or at least like some of it like uh, maybe some of it goes towards you know the bills or whatever i don't know what your bills are but uh <laughs> but you know bills. anything anything interesting that you uh, i haven't really planned anything with any of the money yet i don't know um i did just get a new phone so maybe i'm just preemptively spending it until i yeah. get it because you do have to That's wait so I long when i know <laughs> money's coming it's already spent yeah Oh, um, well, that's well, okay. I have another question going in there. Did you have like a ballpark of how much money you want to win? Or you were like, no, I literally could have walked away yeah. and won like six grand. But if I had won, I would have been, I just wanted to win. I just wanted to okay. win and go to the bonus round. Can I didn't care how much more you, the winning than money. can you yeah. win and win? Like, can you win and get into the bonus round and win less than $6,000? No, you probably couldn't. Okay. No, because whoever's going to, like, the person that wins the prize puzzle is going to end up with at least 13 grand ish. Mm. So, whoever, you have to have more money than whoever wins that puzzle in order to win and go to the bonus round. So, I think you have to have, like, a minimum of about that to be able to make it to the final. Did that guy win his bonus round? No, no, the Giovanna, the young woman, won. Oh, did he win his bonus round? Yes, yeah. he won his bonus round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He, he just, 
he really lucked out in the first round because he just kept spinning and hitting like 2500 bucks every time he spun the wheel he and was on insane he just racked roll. up the money yeah good spins yeah you, yeah he was a good, good spins and it and during rehearsal i was really trying to figure out how to you know spin that wheel so i could hit oh. the, my target that i wanted and it was not happening that's it was probably too difficult. every single person thought that yeah like, and the wheel is heavy as Wow. It's really heavier than you would Say expect, it loud and, and they loud. really want Heavy you. To, yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> they, oh my God. they really want you to spin the hell out of it too. So you just can't, you can't do all of that and be accurate. Was it a little sore mm. next day? A little bicep? A little bicep? No, situation? come on, oh, I go to the gym. Oh, come on. I'd, <laughs> I'd give up halfway through. I wouldn't be able to finish the game. I'd be like, I can't spin this thing again. Can you oh. quit? Put my oh. rubber stopper and spin it. That's amazing. Did you keep the rubber stopper? Yeah, I still have my rubber stopper too. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. You know what? COVID mm-hmm. did give a blessing of a little to go bag. Yes. I mean, but I get to, the name tag is number one because it's like they have like a, I feel like a signature name tag. Yeah. Font and style. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, so I'll keep that name tag forever, probably. <laughs> and you should. And you should. Brad, is there anything else we haven't talked about before? Before we move on to the ratings, is there anything else we need to cover before we move? Um, on I don't think so. Let's see. No, I was. I, I had to say I was doubly burned when I was backstage and watching the, the guy that won my episode do the bonus round, and I got it before he picked like any letters, and I was so. And I said it out loud, and the young the woman that was there with me, like, she was like, "Jeez," mm-hmm. I was like, Ugh. so frustrated. Um, but no, honestly, all in all, it was a great time, and uh, and I still I still love my Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, even, do you, have even, you watched even if since she didn't then? Let me back. Have you watched since then? No, no, no. I you know I watched <laughs> I watched it so much leading up to mm-hmm. it. I watched. I mean, I was watching four episodes a day, like mm-hmm. getting ready and oh, playing right. this you stupid jump app. Into it. You yeah, could definitely I was, jump in it. I was really deep in it. So once I finished filming it, I didn't want to look at it again for a long time. And then the whole week of our episode, since I knew everyone and got to watch them all, I wanted I watched that full week because I wanted to to see how everybody yeah. looked on I, camera and like compared to what it was like when we were there and all yeah. that. If you walk in the rain, you're gonna get wet. So you have to just buy osmosis, yes. you know, just absorb, <laughs> absorb it all. Aren't exactly. we, you know, all writers, we're all writers here, we all do that. Um, I do have, a, I guess, a question before we move on to the ratings. So compared to Jeopardy and Price is Right, what, what is hap- Like, what is, is Jeopardy, is, is, it, is Wheel oh. of Fortune really like the poor man's Jeopardy? I have my thoughts. Sh- sure, to a point I would say for, I did neglect to mention that our whole like rehearsal orientation section was on the Jeopardy stage. So that was fun too. We got to be oh, there you got that. a little taste of that. Yeah, 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 which is tiny. Like the lectern that mm. God rest his soul, Alex Trebek stayed, yeah. stood at was so much closer to the board and the contestants mm-hmm. than I, you know, good old TV tricks. Anyway, um, yeah, Jeopardy, there's no question. I mean, I would I would have my ass handed to me on Jeopardy. There's uh-huh. no doubt about it. Every now and then there's a category or two mm-hmm. I can go to town on, but otherwise there's always some that I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we were watching a lot of Jeopardy. We were doing the whole hour block you know, leading up mm-hmm. my husband and I. So I watched a lot of Jeopardy at that time too. Mm-hmm. So it, like, in that respect, then, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, just the, the, those are the two like queen and king. And then like you have the jester of prices, right? <laughs> yeah. At yeah. 11 a.m. Yeah. The thing about prices, right. Is you don't even know when you get there. I think if you're going to be on, they pick you yeah. from oh. the audience. So it's not even like there's any kind of vetting no prior, prior to this propaganda. Yeah. yeah, they don't care. They're like, no, we, we restrictions. We actually, well, that's true. Yeah. we shoot on an island uh, off the coast of the United States. It, oh. It's fine. Uh, no, they did start. I guess they must have started casting it during COVID because I did watch one rep episode randomly, and there was no, you know, they just like called people out from backstage. So I guess they did have to cast it for that. But generally, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the ratings. Joe, would you tell Brad and our listeners? what this rating system was all about yes our patented rating system we're gonna rate uh wheel of fortune or if you want just clarify either being a contestant on or just the show 
uh, from a scale of 0 to 10 using something as a reference. It can be anything. It could be Jeopardy is a 10, so Wheel of Fortune is a 7. It could be Cookies are a 2. Chocolate Wheel chip. of Fortune <laughs> is a 10. Whatever you want, just to give people a fun sense of it. And if that doesn't make sense, we're going to go first. Joe, why Starting don't you go first? Me. Yes. I will go first. I'm going to rate it against two things. Mm. And uh, just the easy ones that we've talked about. The the three holy, <laughs> holy wise uh, men. Yeah, wise men. Price is right. Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Jeopardy, I'm going to give a two. Because I'm not that smart in that way. I'm not going to, like, I'll never do well on Jeopardy. I do play trivia with a bunch of friends over Zoom that uses the Jeopardy format, but it's all things like famous rappers quotes and things like that. So it's like, I can do that. But no, Jeopardy is a two. Price is Right, I think, is a lot of fun. But there is something that feels just disgusting. Like about, you're becoming like, dumber watching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you could buy detergent for $2 and you should. It's like, you know, this seems <laughs> so antiquated. Mm-hmm. It feels like completely antiquated. Like now they show Dawn dish detergent in a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode. Like it's with yeah. We see it enough. Right. I'm going to give that an eight, though, because it's really fun. Mm. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to give a six. Ooh. Okay. That's not bad. It's way better than Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. But I think I would, like, have the urge to, to like, play along sometimes when I watch Wheel of Fortune, but not. Like, I have half and half the urge, so it's really <laughs> more of a tease. Mm-hmm. It's like being on a date with someone who you're half attracted to, and you're like, I'm making it work, and then something happens, and you're like, no, uh, it's not. Do I yeah, want it? Sort yeah, of yeah. making mm-hmm. it work. Or yeah. even with, like, a person that you want to be friends with, you're like, no, no, they're not, they're not, I actually do like them, and you're like, oh, that's why I don't like yeah. them. Yeah. They get out of their car, <laughs> yeah. red hat on. No, <laughs> oh, shit. Put it away. Um, totally. Alright, six. Um, let's see I will do the same even though like I've seen some prices right and I've seen some jeopardy and I will put jeopardy you know what that's the same thing like I would put it at like a three I could never I could never like enjoy jeopardy watching it like Mm -hmm. it's I'm like, so what? You know trivia. Do you think you're smart just because you know trivia? That's like my point. Of, like, it's like you, it's like you're you're smart because like your brain retains information, and you have a yeah. certain brain that retains. Like, I have terrible memory pers- personally. I have memory, good memory for what happened in my life, for people's yeah. birthday, like anything that has any emotional meaning. Like, it's I'm just gonna retain in my head just because like you know, uh, you know. Queen Elizabeth did something. I'm not going to ever, like, know what year she did it. It's never going to happen. <laughs> so it's never going to retain there, ever. Like, with history, when I took history classes, unlike any other liberal arts where I was just good at it, like, with history, I was just, like, glance at it. I would just use my short-term memory to remember all the dates. And then I would, like, do, like, the report. Like, uh, verbal report, whatever. If oral report that was happening. So, like, it's just my short memory is the only thing that works for me retaining uh, any trivia. So the three. Uh, Price is Right, I mean, two. Like, I don't need to watch that garbage. I don't want to watch anything that makes me feel like dumb. Like, like I, I don't want to watch something be like, I'm going to leave this thing being dumber and just hating myself, like, because yes. I'm dumb. So, two, I don't, like, I don't need to hear about detergent at all. Um, like, We're I, really going hard on I'm detergent going hard. tonight. I'm sorry, <laughs> detergent. What did detergent do? It's not detergent. It's where you associate yourself with. Love a good detergent. But I'm like, even the Price is Right rule is like really like, it's like, I'm just stunted. I'm like, what does it mean? Like you can't go over Like why? (laughs) I I understand that it's cool. But um, um, anyway, uh, Wheel of Fortune, I would, um, you know, I really enjoyed watching it today. And I, in fact, like I give it a seven. I started getting like sucked into it. I was like, I could just like, I can see myself just getting on this train and then, like, watch myself get better and better at it as I keep watching. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I was yeah. terrible at the episode. I did awful. But I was like, I could do better as I keep watching it. That's why it started doing little, like, New York Times, um, I called pangrams or something, where there's just, like, a bunch of letters just throughout coronavirus every morning. I get them, and I'm like, throughout the day, I go back, and I try to figure out the word that this Oh, yeah. Sense. So I just I do, do it. Like, I'm like, I'm not great at it, but, like, 
I'm becoming much better at it. And it's like this part of the fun. It's just like some part of my brain that's trying to figure some stuff out. So seven. More importantly, Brad, what about you? Okay. Uh, I'm going to do the same. Uh, except wow. I'm, same I like game shows a lot. So I'm going to be nicer. And I'm going to do them in a different <laughs> order, actually. So I think uh, so I love The Price is Right. I've always loved it since I was a little <laughs> kid. But I do acknowledge the fact that you don't need any skill yeah to be okay especially like to win the final thing like you gotta be within some you have some idea of what things cost but uh yeah so i would get and plus you know drew carey he's not bob barker at the end of the day so i'm gonna give price is right you know a solid six just in case i ever can figure out how to get on it um still trying jeopardy for me i i could not do it. I would not do well if I was on it. But I do respect the people that are good at it and can do it well. And for me, the interview section of Jeopardy is just a treat every time. Because it's always, you know, the people that are smart enough to make it on that show just have the most quirky things to talk about during that nah. interview. And you have to watch, especially these guest hosts who aren't as used to it as Alex was, trying to figure out how to make mm. that interesting. It's a treat, um, mm. but I also I do I do respect the people that are really good at it. So I'm going to give Jeopardy an eight because it's an institution, um, wow. and I'm I'm not going I'm going to stay strong on my wheel, you know, forever and ever. I'm really glad I was able to do it with Vanna and Pat, and oh, it was such a great experience with everybody there. So I'm giving it a, a ten a oh. ten for forever. Yes, I love a good ten from our guests like that's the most important thing i live for this i live for this <laughs> yes brad thank you so much for coming on show up i love it to talk about your experiences thank you for having me it was really fun it was really uh, it was a good debrief i feel like <laughs> yeah you I process think... something we all have yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah i think people are gonna like hearing this because not only is it how does uh the wheel work but how does it work in this strange covid Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm sure. God, I really would love to see what it's like normally. Except, um, yeah, I never will. <laughs> well, you blew never will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ooh. nice one, uh, Brad. Is there anything you want to plug except for your or your private Instagram account? <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, Get in the yeah. DMs, everybody. <laughs> private. You can request to follow me yeah. at Brad Bonner on Instagram. <laughs> It's the same on Twitter, but I never tweet anything. Mm. It's not my social media of choice. <laughs> um, and yeah, Sasha and I are script anatomy instructors, oh. so I've got some classes on sale of scripts and anatomy. On sale, <laughs> go baby. check that out. Price is right. <laughs> couple, Am I right? Couple uh, of classes go over. Up. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you the guess the price bidder, right, yes, <laughs> get the free second tier in the class. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Don't come at me. Ask me what second tier means. Yeah, right. <laughs> Joe. I know all too well. <laughs> oh, you, you do. And I will find out soon. Joe. Yes. Uh, what about you? What's going on in your life except for getting engaged and shit? Yeah, all the engagements. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's been very fun. And uh, you can help support the engagement. The best way I haven't plugged <laughs> in a while, my Patreon, patreon.com slash Joe Cabello. A lot of stuff should be going on there, including my novella, releasing chapters, mm. and some new comic books, and then uh, new issues of Bottoms Up Hard Liquor, my comic. So yes. that's probably the best, cheapest way to get everything. Everything. And support me in my new engagement. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Please do that. I am a supporter. Forever. Yes. Forever. Like Brad's You're love for in. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. Thank you, everybody who watches Wheel of Fortune. And thank you for listening.